Greetings. This is Chris from We Hate Bards, and I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or on whatever other podcast service you're hearing us from. If you want to slip us a couple of gold pieces to help cover the cost of the podcast, then head on over to our Patreon account at www.patreon.com slash wehatebards. Those that back us will receive early release episodes of the podcast, custom content, and Patreon-only podcast episodes. If you're looking to join any of our games, head on over to the meetup and search We Hate Bards. We've got multiple games, both virtual and in person, going on weekly, and membership is always free. Again, thanks for listening. And now, on to the podcast. Greetings again. This is Chris, and today we're going to be playing a little bit of one person and one person only role playing. Uh, it's been a little while since I've done one of these, but I decided to break out the the big guy here, which I bought at a used bookstore, which is Steve Jackson's Sorcery. It's got an exclamation point at the end. Uh, Kahare, City Port of Traps. Uh, and it has a very disgusting um, blob monster with, like, mouth hands on the front of it. Um, the exciting new fantasy adventure in which you become the hero. So, I'll give you a little blurb on the back here. So, Kari, where every doorway and alley may conceal sudden danger or unexpected help. The second episode of the sorcery series in the self-contained adventure, as a warrior lying force of arms, or a wizard trained in the spells... Given the sorcery spellbook, you must brave the terrors of a city built to trap the unwary. You will need all of your wits about you to survive the unimaginable horrors ahead of you to make sense of the clues which will lead you to success. And every step, the choice is yours. So, these are uh, what appear to be... Uh, I do not have the first one of the sorcery books. I might eventually get that one. But this is the second edition, but they can both play independently. And if you uh, listen to my previous... Uh, kind of playthroughs of the Final Fan, uh, not, not Final Fantasy, a uh, Fighting Fantasy, uh, game book series. They're a bit smaller. This is like a beefed up, super beefy kind of thing. Like it's normally they have like two hundred ish options. This one has close to, I mean, how many total? Like close to five hundred. So this is like the big brother of those Fighting Fantasy game books. So what we're gonna do here. Uh, is we're going to create a character, and I believe we, character creation is about the same as with uh, those other Fighting Fantasy game books. You have your skill, stamina, and luck. Um, one thing I did want to play a, a wizard and like have some magic and be like, oh, I can do magic. I like it's a really interesting magic system with like words and stuff. But the problem is, is you need the quote. Uh, where is it? The sorcery spell book. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll get a copy of that. Good luck. Uh, you can get a copy. Uh, I think last time I looked, it was like $200 uh, to get a copy of that book. And so um, we're not going to be playing a uh, sorcerer. We are going to be playing just a fighter with a big old sword and stabbing people and stuff because I can't afford $200 to get a uh, spell book from the 80s. This is, this, this is a pretty old book. This is from 84. Yeah, in Great Britain, too. So, all right. So let's see. Um introduction we already know about that simple advanced games you need more advanced players to get the magic book and i don't want to do that so how to fight um 
let's see. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing. You roll dice, they roll dice. Uh, if you roll higher, you do damage. So, all right, so let's get our character together here. Let's get us a little stuff. So I got my little blank piece of paper with skill, stamina, and luck on it. So um, that is this. Okay, so uh, da -da -da. let's see. Roll one dice. If you're playing a warrior simple game, add six to the number, enter the total in the skill box for your adventure. Um, but if you're a wizard, only add four. Okay, so wizard's a little worse than fighting. All right, well, let's roll this d6 and see what my uh, skill's going to be. Ooh, skill is seven. That sucks. Okay, so not that great of a fighter. Ooh. All right, so let's roll 2d, 2d6 for some stamina. Add 12. Eight, so 20. So I can take a moderate amount of damage. And then add six and add it to luck box. Four, so that equals 10. All right, so what's my character name going to be? All right, well, let's, let's hold up on it. They might actually give us a name here, so... Okay, here. Uh, da da da. Red boxes. Okay, that's fine. The battles. Yeah, we know how to do that. Um, was it? What, oh, I want to make sure that. Uh, let's see. Roll. Yeah, roll two dice. They roll two dice, and I got two different dices. I got mine, and I got another set of dice for the monsters. So, and you can use luck to fight the things using luck in battle. Okay. Uh, da da da. Okay. Uh. Okay, stamina and provisions. Okay, here it is. Provisions for for two meals. That's it? Oh my goodness. That is uh, not a lot. Usually you start with ten. So, all right, so you get two meals. All right, so you may rest and eat only when allowed by the instructions. One meal at a time. Add points to your stamina as instructed. Okay. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh... Oh, and how to use magic. You can't use magic because, uh, thing. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, we get a goddess. Okay. So during your adventure, you'll be washed over by your own goddess, Libra. Uh, if the going gets tough, you may call on her for aid, but she will only help you once in his adventure. Uh, once you have called on her help in Kai, she will not listen to you again until you reach the Baklans. There are three ways to help you. Revitalization. You may call on her at any time to restore your skill, stamina, or luck scores, and initial value. Okay. Uh, this is not given an option to test. You may do this when you wish, but only once in each adventure. Escape. Occasionally, when you're in danger, the text offers you the option to call for Libra for help. Okay. Remove curse or diseases. She will remove any curse or disease you may pick up in your adventure. This is not given as an option to text, but you may do this when you wish, but only once in an adventure. Okay. Goodness gracious. Okay. So, if I get horrible, like, mummy rot, I can have my goddess come and get rid of it. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. So, we started to mention the bare necessities of life. You have a sword. Okay. A uh, backpack, of course. And, uh, uh, oh, it's about sorcerers. Uh, we have 20 gold pieces. Okay. All right, and... Yeah. Okay, and that's pretty much it. And this got this got a cool little character sheet, which are pretty much the same. Uh, oh, now we got some flavor text. Okay, okay, all right. So, uh, let's give a little bit of flavor text here. So, the legend of the crown of the kings. Centuries ago, in the time we now call the Dark Ages. 
Whole regions of the world were undiscovered. There are pockets of civilization, each with their own races and culture. One such region was Kahabad, a dark land at the end of the earth. Although several warlords had tried, Kahabad, ugh, was called, called the, K, the K-Land, had never been ruled. All manner of evil creatures, forced from the more civilized lands beyond the Zenzunu Peaks, had gradually crawled into K-Land, uh, which became known as the Verminpit at Earthend. Civilization and order had spread throughout the rest of the known world ever since the discovery of the Crown of Kings by Shalana the Reformer of Fempre. With its help, Shalana became emperor of the largest empire in the eastern world. This magical crown had mysterious powers, bestowing supernormal abilities of leadership and justice on its owner. Yeah, it sounds like some type of corrupting one ring type of a deal. Uh, but Shalana's own ambitions were not of conquest. Uh, he wished instead to establish peaceful nation-states aligned to Fempre. Thus, in his wisdom, he passed the fabled crown from ruler to ruler in his neighboring kingdoms, and with the help of its magical powers, one by one these lands became peaceful and prosperous. The path was set. Each ruler would own the crown of kings for a four-year period in which to establish order within the kingdom and fall in with the growing Fempre alliance. So far, the kingdoms of Ruddlestone, Lenderland, Galantaria, and Bryce have taken their turns under the rule of the crown. The benefits were immediate. War and strife were virtually unknown. The king and Adalan duly received the, king, uh, the crown of kings amid great ceremony, and from that day onwards, development in Adalan was ensued. No one quite knew how crown of kings could have such an enormous uplifting effect on a whole nation. Some said it was divinely inspired. Some say that its power is merely in the mind. But one thing was certain. Its effects were unquestionable. All was well in Adelaide until the night of the Black Moon. Dum, dum, dum. The king was the first to discover that the crown was missing, carried off on that starless night by birdmen from Zaman. Of course. The crown w- was on its way to Magpang in the outlaw territories of Kayland. News came from the Baklans that the crown was being carried to, uh, to the archmage Mangpang, whose ambitions were to make Kayland his kingdom. Although Kayland was a dangerous land, in itself was little threat to the surrounding kingdoms. The lack of rule meant it had no army of its own. Uh, internal struggles kept it permanently preoccupied. But with the crown of kings established rule, Kayland could potentially be a deadly enemy to all members of the Fempre alliance. No good. Such was the shame that fell on Adelan for the loss of the crown that all benefits from two years under its rule soon disappeared. Law, order, and morale were breaking down. The king was losing confidence of his subjects. Neighboring territories were looking suspiciously across the border. There were even whisperings of invasions. One hope remained. Someone from a military force would never survive the journey. Must travel to Mangpang and rescue the crown of kings. Only on its safer turn would the dreadful curse be lifted from Adelan. You have volunteered yourself for this quest, and your mission is clear. You must cross Keyland to the Mangpang Fortress and find the crown. It's a pretty, pretty, pretty ex- um, easy fetch quest. Okay, not bad. Oh, and it's got a cute little map in here. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Mm, pretty detailed, too. Okay. Okay, so we're going to Kare. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, so... So starting with one, I guess we kind of have done this, and now we've ended up in in uh, in Kare, this, which is uh, the city of chaos and gateway to the Baklans. Okay, below you, at the foot of the Samatari Hills, sprawls the walled city port, uh, slashed viciously by the Great Jab- Jabaji River. Halfway down the hills, you pause to survey your destination. 
Legend has it that Kare arose around the only ford across the uh, Jabaji, Jabaji between Lake Lunle and the sea. This is an unlikely tale. More probable are the series uh, stories of river pirates camping in the area, waiting to ambush the small sailing vessels which carry their cargoes of fish between Lake Lunle and the in the Kayland Sea. Uh, whatever the reasons, Kare grew. As the camp became a village and the village became a city, Kari became a magnet for the ne'er-do-wells of the Baklans and the Samunatitis, no, Samutantis, a multitude of malevolent creatures who would kill you for the laces of your, for your boots drifting in the city. Now that is something, because they're not going to kill you for your boots, but them laces, they're going to want them. Okay. Uh, their lawlessness gave rise to an elaborate system of traps devised by the inhabitants to protect themselves from criminals who roam the streets. This is how the city got its name, City Port of Traps. Ah, oh, boy, I don't want to go here. Your own goal lies beyond Kari, which knowing only of his reputation. You prefer not to pass through, but pass through you must. For elsewhere, crossing the Jabaji is impossible. From your vantage point, you can trace fortified walls which surround the city port. Two gates open uh, Kari to the rest of the world. Before you is... The south gate, which you, which is the only way in, and, and the far side of the city is the north gate, leading to the Baklans. Time is passing, and time is precious. You stride off downhill at a brisk pace and reach the gate within an hour. It is locked. If you have a large key presented to you by the Svin chief, you may turn, turn to the reference given when you receive this gift. If you don't have the key, you may either knock loudly for the guards, 178, or cast a spell. Okay. So it's got like it's got this weird like uh, like page number thing and uh, like spell stuff, um, which we're not gonna cast a spell. We're a warrior. We're actually a very weak warrior. We got tuberculosis, um, so we're gonna they're going to uh, knock on the guard. So turn to page or turn to one seventy eight, uh, and I assume that from the previous one you could get some kind of key that would let you into the city. So a large armored guard with stocking limbs appears at the gate. Who wishes to pass? He growls at you. You tell him you wish to enter to visit your father, giving a false name and claiming to be from Dumpus. Uh, he instructs you to wait for while he checks with his officer. You may either wait as he tells you, or quickly offer him a bribe of two gold pieces to let you in without question. Oh, you know what we're doing. We're bribing. We're putting the bribe out. Or, I mean, like, come on. What's, what's good of gold if you can't spend it? Uh, he's... And as far as I know about this city, uh, this is in the most reputable places. I am pretty sure this is one of those things where you can bribe just about anything for anything, for any amount of money to do anything. Everything's for sale. Okay. So he looks smiley, looks over your shoulder to check he is not being watched and, and holds his hand out to you. Drop the coins into his palm, deduct two gold pieces. Done. As they clink, uh, it costs loudly to cover the sound. With a whisper, he tells you to wait a second. He closes the door to you. Turn to page 225. Okay. He's like, oh, yes. Oh, I forgot. I don't need to talk to my guy. We'll just let you in. He reappears a moment later, and opening the door in the gate lets you in. Monitoring uh, quickly to you, he tells you to follow him through the archway inside along the wall. <clears throat> Suddenly you feel strong hands on your waist and arms. You struggle, but you are held fast by three guards who bustle uh, you off towards a large building just inside the gate. Uh, if you bribe the guard, turn to page 36. Otherwise, turn to uh, 291. I, I bribed the guard. I paid him. And now he's going to try and rob me? That's not good bribery. 
Uh, you look towards the guard on the gate who taunts you with a mocking smile. You've been tricked. You may try to cause trouble by exposing him as a cheat. Or you may decide you had better keep quiet and cooperate. Okay. Snitches get stitches. We're not gonna be we're not gonna be calling him out. Uh, but we will remember if we ever meet him again, he is gonna get like the worst pounding ever. So I'm just gonna keep quiet for right now. Uh they frog march you across the building and shove you inside, locking it over behind you. Gather yourself together and look around. Turn to two, page 254. Man, there's a lot of going around without, like, actually having to do anything. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, it's got, like, a picture. We're in, like, prison. Okay. Uh, you're in a stone hut with barred windows. A bench against one wall is the one piece of furniture in this room, and on the bench sits an old man dressed in dirty robes. He's standing to greet you, holding out his right hand. You realize that... This is his only hand, and his left sleeve hangs limply at his side. And what brings you to this wicked place, he asks. You tell him you are heading out of the city, and he nods. Then I take, stranger, that you are a sorcerer. Indeed, this was my profession before fate. With a little help from an ogre in a Shankar mines, put an end to my ambitions and career. He indicates his missing limb. Only a sorcerer would know the spell to pass through the northern gate. You look a little bit puzzled. You know the spell, do you, uh, do you not, he asks. When he still looks puzzled, his eyes widen and shakes his head. Then I better explain. He goes on to tell you that the North Gate is wizard locked to protect the city from the Bakhlan Raiders. The magical lock opens only when a particular magical incantation is recited before it. Only the first noble Akari knows the spell in its entirety, although its four lines are known one each by four leading citizens. This prevents uh, each one from opening the gate alone, which ensures the security of Kare. You ask him about these leading citizens, but he knows little of them. He has heard, however, that one is a scholar. Okay, so we need the, we need the four citizens. One's a scholar. All right, this is turning into a giant debacle. Okay. Uh, okay. You ask him about the building and reassures you. Guards will return a day or so to release you once they have verified you are not an enemy in the city port. Uh, will you not wait for the return or cast a spell to free yourself? Well, I gotta wait for the return because I don't cast spells. I am just a simple fighter. Uh, you wait for the rest of the day, but the guards not return it. Night falls, you must decide about food and sleep. Will you eat from your provisions? If not, or cannot, turn to page 333. Uh, well, I guess I'm gonna eat from my provisions. I mean... I got two left, so might as well have a little something to eat, you know what I mean? Uh, you eat a meal and thus gain two stamina points. However, if you do so, you will have to share your food with the old man as he is hungry and has given you valuable information. Give him one meal's worth of provisions. If you only have enough prison for one meal, you uh, you will have to share it with him and gain only one stamina. Well, I'm going to do that because I'm only going to share one meal and gain one stamina, so I'm actually feeling fine. So we share a little meal together, you know. Give the old man a little, little taste of something, even though he was kind of not that helpful. You soon become sleepy, but how far can you trust the old man? Will you curl up on the floor and sleep the night, or will you stay awake waiting for the guards and keeping an eye on your backpack? I am. Everybody here is a thief and a robber. He is probably not a wizard. He's probably a thief. We are going to stay up. You wait up all night, but no guards come. Lying down on the bench, the old man eventually just asleep. You must lose two stamina points for missing your rest. And also know the three stamina points we did not eat yesterday. Well, we, we did. The, so I lose two stamina, so now we're at 18. Okay. Uh, the guards return shortly before sunrise. Apparently they are satisfied that you are not a threat to the city and release you uh, and the old man. 
You both head towards the city, but he is surprisingly brisk walker and has soon left you behind. You watch him turn right at the junction head. Turn to page 81. Man, there's a lot of... Okay, alright. Oh, now, now we're in the city. Now we're finally in the city. My goodness. Took long enough. And eat food and, and lost sleep. Reach the junction head. This offers you three ways on. You are on the outskirts of the city and huts are grouped loosely uh, about the tracks leading to the city port. To the left, a group of scruffy youngsters are walking away up the roadway with packs on their backs. Ahead, the road leads straight to the center of Kare and would appear to be the main road. To your right, you see the old man disappearing to a hut on the left side of the track. Which direction you choose? Um, we're going to turn left. I want to go to that hut. I want to find out what's going on in there. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, there's a little picture, and basically it looks like an elven opium den. <laughs> Alright. Wait, no, hold on. Uh, uh, to, oh, sorry. To, turn. Oh, sorry. We want to turn right. Sorry, that was left. We want to turn right. That that's really with the hut. So two ninety two. Yeah, we don't want to go to the we don't want to go to the elven opium den. We wanna wanna follow the, the guy to um group of huts. So even though it'd be fun to go to the elven opium den. Alright, you follow the road. A group of huts. The old man ripped inside a large or nipped inside a large dirty looking hut on the left. You may follow me if you wish. Or you may instead enter a head opposite from interesting smells floating across the road. Otherwise, you may continue passing the hut. So we're going to go inside the hut with this with this old wizard guy. We need to we he he knows things. You walk up to the door. A nameplate is in the middle. It reads Chainmaker. The door is ajar as you enter. No one is inside, but another door is open in the back of the hut. The room you are standing in is draped in chains of all lengths and strengths, and you can barely move around without touching them. Will you call out for the chain maker, or you quick look around the room when no one is around? Um, uh, this place looks super dangerous. Let's call out for the chain maker first. I don't want to, like, you know, steal from this guy just yet. Uh, as you wait, you hear the shuffling beyond the far door. Eventually, a figure appears, and you recognize the chainmaker as Sfin, one of the man-orcs in the village of Torampi. Sure, yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm missing a lot from not actually fi reading the first book. So a lot of these people and stuff are kind of... It, it, it's it 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 says that you know you don't need to you don't need to read the first one, but I'm I'm feeling like that would have been extremely beneficial. He addresses you gruffly and asks whether you're interested in buying his chains. Uh, while you are interested in looking uh, chains, you ask him how much he wants for it. Or ask him to help you find spell to open the north gate. Ooh. Ooh. So we can get items or we can get information. Ooh. Uh, okay. Now, here's the thing. So normally I would go, let's get the info. So does he can help me get some some stuff to open the thing? But since my skill is so garbage, I am going to need some extra oomph, or I'm not going to last long enough to get out of the city. So we're going to ask um, if he wants some change. So let's go to three thirty-two. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. He sizes you up. Uh, trying to decide how much you can afford. If your skill score is eight or more, you look fairly powerful and therefore wealthy. Uh, traveler asks for five gold pieces. If your skill score is less than eight, season an ordinary visitor will ask you only for two gold pieces. You may, if you wish, try to make yourself seem humble by testing your luck. If you are lucky, he will let you bargain him down to one gold piece for price. If you wish to buy, pay him and turn to two or three. 
Uh, okay, I am going to test your luck. I got 10 luck. Hold on, I have to remember, if I test my luck, it goes down, correct? Okay. Uh, and you may call upon your luck. Uh, procedure, foul, roll two dice. If the number rolls equal or less, select score, you have been lucky. Go in your favor. Okay. Okay. You test your luck, you must attract one point. Okay. So, I gotta roll a 10 or under. Try to test my luck. <laughs> Snake eyes! Alright. So, I test my luck, so my luck goes down to 9. But then I only have to pay one gold. Um, that's 17 gold, because I had to pay that stupid guy who robbed me. Um, okay, so, uh, if you wish to buy, pay him the gold and turn to page 203. Okay, so I'm going to get some sweet gear, I hope. Um, the chain is quite a find. It is, it is a magical self-locking chain, and you may use it in battle. Whenever you reduce an opponent to three or less stamina points, you can cast this chain around him, the weakened victim. It will snare the target and lock around him, able you to step in and finish off the fight without fear of retaliation. Unfortunately, you don't know how to release the chain, so you may only use it once. However, once you have used it, you may try to find the hidden latch again by testing your luck. If you are lucky, uh, but you try to find testing your luck. Twice. If you are lucky both times, you release it and may use it again. But the catch cannot be easily found, and each time you use the chain, you must test your luck twice successfully afterwards and release to be able to use it. Now you must leave the hut. Turn to page 9. So I got magic. Magic binding chain. Cool. But testing your luck twice, that sucks. Okay, magic binding chain. Um, Like, 3 health. And then just like, you know, you're Dunstown, baby. You can step in and finish him off. You know, so just start just start kicking in the face and there's like nothing but meat left. Alright. So now, uh that's actually that's actually pretty cool. I'm glad we did that. You know, that's not what I thought it was gonna be. I thought when they said chain, I thought it was like chain mail. Alright, but I got some chain. Alright, cool. Alright. Opposite of the chain maker's house another, from which a pleasant smell is wafting. We go to see what happens, otherwise we need to tinge down the road. Uh Let's con let's let's go to the opposite hut and see what's uh over there. So one seventy one. I mean, it's probably like a poison hut. You try the door; it is open, but you may wish to announce your entry. Will you ask permission to enter, or shove the door quickly to surprise him will be inside? Well, let's ask to enter. We're not very impolite, even though this is a sea of traps. You call out to anyone to be inside. Voice wise, enter, my friend. You take care and open the door. You give the door a shove and step back quickly as, you f as a vial of liquid falls on the floor from the top of the door. Oh. You walk towards the hut. Turn to page 43. Was this some type of trap? Was he trying to kill me? Oh, I don't like that. Oh my goodness. This is a sight to see. Alright, so... You look around the room, er, uh, herbs, vegetables, and meats are lying on the wall tables in the center of the room hanging from the walls. Eventually, you are in a kitchen, uh, evidently, you are in a kitchen of some kind. At the far end of the room is a fire uh, in, a, in a chimney and suspended over a fire is a pot containing a bubbling broth, the source of the smell which you picked up on the road. Standing by the fire is an odd-looking creature. It is a humanoid torso and legs, but its head is a solid blob of jelly and its eyes floating loosely around the front of its face. Hanging down in front of its head are all sides of numerous long tentacles. These to be these appear to be its hands, uh, as it has no others. As it grips a ladle and a stirring spoon, this strange creature holds your attention, but under one of the tables you have noticed a box. 
uh, from which a scroll and a shiny mirror protrude. Your host is waiting reaction. What do you uh, try to talk to it? Well, we're going to try to talk to it. We don't want to draw a weapon and attack it. It hasn't done anything yet. It looks like, yeah, you show up to the kitchen and you see the cook and he just doesn't look the way you think he should. So you attack him. No, no, no. We're going to have a chat. The creature leans over a table and drops a ladle and spoon. Uh, will you show it your weapon and demand that it give you the, the box under the table or try to hoodwink it by asking you can buy food? Let's see if we can ask it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because we only got one provision left. I forgot about that. We'll ask if we can buy some food. Okay. So pay, turn to page 283. Okay. We're going to buy some food. Finally. I won't starve to death. Uh, it arrow, it, it's narrow that looks at you, sizing you up. A muffled sound comes from its head in words which you can barely make out reach you. It offers you a meal, but it will cost five gold pieces. If you wish to continue your deception, you will have to buy you you will have to buy a meal. Gain two stamina points if this is your uh is your first today, or one stamina point if you've already eaten, and turn to page one hundred. If you do not wish to pay or cannot afford, you either have to leave or attack it. If you attack with a weapon, if you wish to cast a spell, so we're gonna continue uh, five gold. So, okay, so we're down to twelve gold, but. I actually do need some uh, some more stamina, so we are going to uh, bump my stamina back up to 20, which is good. We're going to continue with the ruse. I have a feeling we're going to fight this guy regardless. Or like pour boiling oil over him or something. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, if you end up your deception, uh, enter to page 100. Okay. We're going to continue the deception. The meal, bristling uh, beast kidneys with a spinach-like vegetable, does not leave a particularly pleasant taste, but you force a smile. The creature nods and offers you a mug of dirty liquid to wash it down. You intentionally spill the drink, and your host bustles off to get a rag mop it up. You have every chance to steal the box. Turn to page 29. <laughs> so we are going to steal it. Okay. Uh, you open the box and look at signs, but it contains all the creature's valued possessions. Few as they are, an elaborate carved mirror with a gold back is the most impressive item. The parchment scroll contains writing in a language which you don't understand, but you may take it anyway. Two gold pieces are also lying in the box. You leave the hut quickly. So, okay, all right. So we're like, we're like, all right, time, time to get my rob on. All right, so we got a, uh, so we got a, uh, so we got twelve. That is, so we got, we're back up to fourteen gold, and so we have, um, we have strange mirror. Okay. Okay, we got a strange mirror, uh, and we have parchment scroll. We don't understand, so we got like strange parchment scroll. Okay, strange parchment scroll. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, and leave quickly. Yeah, we're gonna leave. We just robbed this guy. Time to go. All right. Uh, along the road ahead of you, you can hear the mixed sounds of a large crowd. Perhaps you are heading towards the market or fair of some kind. You arrive at a junction where you may either continue uh, to page 244 or turn left 328. Which will you choose? Uh, let's go left 328. I don't want to go to the market just yet. I have a feeling that's just going to be dangerous. I don't know why. I just got a bad feeling about it. So... Uh, you soon arrive at another junction, where you may either continue toward a small group of dwellings or turn right. Uh, small group of dwellings, I guess? 
But we do, we do need some information, so maybe they, we can talk to them and they can get some uh, some stuff. You follow the tracks up past the huts until you reach each junction, where you turn right, turn to page 297. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, not what? Oh, I guess we are entering the city proper. So you're now entering this, uh, the center of Kari proper, and the buildings and homes are much more closely grouped together. Humans and creatures skulk in the streets. It is late afternoon, and you better start thinking about where you will spend the night. <coughs> Excuse me. You're walking along at about the same pace as a youngster, and two of them start chatting. He is a strange fellow who calls himself Slang. Ugh. He tells you he lives beyond the north gate of Kari. He also tells you remarkable stories about his mother being a skunk bear, and about how he eats nothing but rat brains, and that he is a personal servant of the first noble Kari. He soon realizes that he is a compulsive liar. <laughs> Everything he says is untrue. Uh, eventually, you reach a junction near his de uh, near his destination. Before he leaves, you may ask him for advice. Will you ask him how uh, you may most quickly reach the nearest inn, or you can direct him to one of the holders of the lines, uh, holders of the lines of the north gates. Oh, we're gonna ask about the north gate, and he's a liar, so he's not gonna t tell us. So, but maybe we can glean some useful information from him, even this lie. Let's see, Ponders. Uh, you may know a line of the North Gate spell. Ah, yes, at the junction ahead, you do not carry straight on. Eventually, do not take a left turn. Yes, I think that's it. Good luck! Uh, you are not quite sure what he actually advised you to do, and you consider his advice as you approach the crossroads. Remember, he is a compulsive liar. Okay, so, so, he said, ah, uh, the junction ahead, do not carry on straight. So, do not straight, okay? Uh... Yes, uh, do not take a left turn. Okay, do not left. Okay, he's a compulsive liar. What a jerk. Okay, so, and then we're going to, uh, oh, where, where, where was I? Uh, okay, turn to page 144. Okay. How does you write that down? That's important information. Don't wanna don't don't wanna not uh, write down his liar information. So the compulsive liar. Okay. Okay, and so then we're forty-four. At the junction ahead, you may either continue straight or, or, or on or turn to the right, which you choose. Uh, do not go straight. If you want to go straight, uh, so turn to page one sixty-five. We gotta do exactly opposite what he says. You know, he's like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Captain Peach Fuzz and Rocky Old Rocky Bullwinkle Show. Like, everything he says is untrue. Um, uh, did I get that correctly? 165? I think so. Uh, make sure I got that right correctly here. Okay. At the junction ahead, you may either continue straight on, turn to, or turn right. So do not go straight. So we want to go straight. So we're going 65. Yeah, 165. So night is approaching, and you have no wish to spend it in the streets of Kari. You stop a passing woman and ask the way to nearby inn. Head on towards the port, she tells you. There is an inn that way. But hurry, stranger, for night is approaching. You thank her for her help and continue. Eventually, you reach the wayfarer's rest and step inside. Turn to page 110. Okay. All right. 110. Oh my goodness, this is a, a interesting, interesting end thing. 
So you enter the Wayfarer's Rest. It is noisy, bustling place, and no one takes much notice you enter. The innkeeper is behind the bar, trying to serve the numerous creatures all demanding their ale at the same time. The inn is evidently local for the sigils of the port, as salty types and buxom wenches are laughing together and singing shanties around the table. You may have to catch the innkeeper's attention. He is a surly, a bald-headed man, used to dealing with the rabble in the docks, and is surprised at your dress and, uh, obviously well-educated tone. Um, and what will your purpose? And what, what, what ye- Okay, alright, you gotta- Alright, time to get some- Get my pirate on. And what be ye purpose in these parts- Or in these ear parts? He asked. He was explaining that you would like a bed for the night. Perhaps with some food and ask for the price. A room up top- be four pieces of gold, he says, and we'll feed you the gills for another four. If you used to eat before you rest, turn to page 133. If you just want to go to bed, uh, down and perhaps eat your own, own provisions, uh, turn to page 23. Uh, if you cannot afford to eat, uh, oh, I don't want to pay eight gold, but I'm going to have to. All right. Oh, jeez. So around a six gold. All right. If you wish to eat before you rest, turn to page 331. Yeah, because then it's going to be like, you didn't eat, you're starving to death, reduct all this stuff. You pay the innkeeper for the food, he disappears in the back room and comes back with a large steaming uh, grub. There you go, he laughs, and it'll be more if you be needing it. Um, He got a little bit, like, old as well. You take the plate and sit down at the table and eat your meal, gain two stamina points. Oh, I don't need any stamina, I'm full. Uh, as you're eating, a rough-looking sailor comes and sits down with you. He tries to make conversation, but you are more intent on eating. Then he offers to buy you a mug of ale, and you decide to accept. You finish your meal and sup the ale, gain one stamina point for the drink. Hmm. You start to talk to him, and he asks you about your quest. You tell him you are trying to find the spell which will open the north gate. Oi, loker chipler here, he says, but to find the loins you needs... You're off to kill the undead, and that ain't more un oh dear of a fair fort. Oi, all about small ale. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> it's, it's so hard to read. Will you accept his offer and continue the conversation, or would you rather get some sleep? Oh, what are getting information now? We've got a drunk sailor guy, and I love this guy. Uh, so tear to page 253. I hope I get to read more of his saunty sailor talk. Uh, he buys you another mug of ale and you may drink them again. Add two stamina points as you are now getting quite lightheaded and for the two of you laughing together. He knows the city port well. You press information on the whole of the spell lines, but apart from telling you that one of the people you seek is a, uh, uh seek fell recently out of favor with a third noble of Kari, rumored to be a vampire. Okay, so we got a scholar and we have a vampire. Okay. Uh, and is now cursed with living undeath, he knows little. You were interested in a story of one of his friends who tried to talk to Kugra, one of the gods, and was killed in the temple for daring to kiss the god on the cheek. He tells you also of some of his adventures in the high seas. He offers another drink. Will you instead buy him one? Uh, he he offers another drink. Or tell him you now is getting some sleep. It's time to it's, it's time to go for it. We'll get him, get him some drinks. Okay. He accepts, and you offer and stagger off the bar. You buy two mugs of ale, one gold piece each. Even if money, you you couldn't offer him a drink. So turn to page two. Sit. I can. I can do it. Got four gold left. You will become very drunk. He sees a friend behind uh, you and stands to wave at him. But rather than greet the friend, he pulls out a cudgel from his belt and brings down your head. You slump unconscious at the table. Oh boy. Uh oh. We're not friends. 
Uh-oh. I'm being shanghaied. Oh, no! Okay. All right. So I think that's where we'll cut it for this section. Uh, <laughs> I was stupid and drank too much, and then I got beat up by a... Oh, I got a sailor! And he beat me on the top of the head with a cudgel. Okay. All right. So that's not good. We probably got robbed, which is bad. So things aren't really looking up for... Uh, What's my character's name? Uh, Let's call him... Oh... Let's call him Phil. So things aren't looking great, great for Phil. Um, he did get to steal all that stuff. Uh, but then he was quite foolish and got beaten on the head with a cudgel. All right. All right, so we'll cut it there. And then in the next session, we'll pick it up as we are... Um, uh, from the picture, it looks like we're in some type of, like, ship dungeon. All right, my goodness. Ugh. This is actually turning out to be, uh, oh, it, 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 let me tell you something about these books. So, like, I'm constantly on edge that, like, every decision I'm going to make is going to be some type of, uh, get me in a worse situation or, uh, or, or kill me or, or like, or, or steal something from me. It's like this anxiety inducing, you never know what's, like, the right decision and there's no real sometimes like which the right thing to do be like well i go over here like go over here be like oh your hands are burned off and now you've got like skeleton nubs <sighs> so it's always this there's like a little bit of anxiety about like is this the right decision be like am i going to die uh but we'll see so all right so next time we'll, we'll get on uh i guess becoming a pirate then <laughs> then we'll see where i have next all right so we'll see you next time everybody have a good uh, morning, evening, afternoon, or wherever you're at right now.